Hey, Takeover Church, thank you so much for checking out today's message, whether it's on podcast or on YouTube. We are so grateful that you are here. We pray it blesses you and encourages you and that you will like, share, and subscribe across all Takeover platforms. We look forward to seeing you on Sunday. God bless. We love you guys. Can we give it up for the real man himself? His name is Jesus Christ. One time, come on. I definitely appreciate Pastor Scott's honor for sure, but this is not built on myself or Adrian, but the gifts and sacrifice of many for the cause of Jesus Christ. Can you grab a rapid amen? Fantastic. Well, this morning, how are we doing? What an incredible service we have had so far, amen? If you don't know, let me tell you everything. We're working. Praise God. Uh, but we're going to rock the bills. Come on, baby. Let's go see what he does with it. Sound good? Yeah. Awesome. Did you guys just grateful to be in church this morning? Yeah. Did you guys are just ready to be filled this yeah. morning? Yeah. Whose soul is ready to receive this morning? Come on. Yeah. Fantastic. Well, this morning we are kicking off a brand new series. And honestly, I got to tell you, today is November 1st. November Uno. Okay. There are two months left in 2020. And as I said that, everyone's faces were like, hallelujah, praise Jesus. <laughs> but can I tell you this morning that in the next two months of 2020, the last two months of 2020, if you thought God was done because Corona hit, you've got another thing coming, amen? There are two months left for God to shake things up, to shake them down, to shake them over, and to change this place from the inside out, amen? It doesn't matter if there's two months left, political beliefs. It doesn't matter if there's election on Tuesday. Right now, there's an opportunity for our God to move in every single one of our lives, because if it's not over, then it ain't over. Amen? We've got two months left. What God wants to do is take those next two months to get something in you so that you can get something through you. Amen? That's the whole reason for the season. This morning, we are kicking off a brand new series called Roots Above Branches Below. Roots above, branches below. Would you just turn to your neighbor and let him know that you are rooted above? I am rooted above. I look forward to commentary after this about how I say root. Thank you, Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I hear a scene in the back. You like to see this say root in black. We're taking notes this morning. Where my note taker's at? Scott said notes earlier, so that I'd make a dumb joke. So I won't. Um, the title of the message is this, your take notes, write this down. It is called Positioned for Power. Positioned for Power. It is dry in here, my mouth is just dry. It is dry. Positioned for Power. Would you just turn and declare over your neighbor that they are positioned for power? Come on, let's just get bold this morning. If you're comfortable with it, just declare over their lives in this moment. You are positioned for power. You are not positioned for poverty. You are not positioned for sickness. You are not positioned. Oh, I feel like preaching this morning. I you. You are not positioned for divorce. You are not positioned for adultery. You are not positioned for pornography. Somebody declare this morning. I am. I am. Positioned for Say so metal. So metal. 
Uh, thank you back to my childhood. I'm 42 years old. All right, Ephesians 2, 4 through 10. But God, somebody say, but God. But God. How many of you are grateful for a but God in your life? Thought my marriage was finished, but God, amen. Thought my kids weren't going to make it, but God, amen. Thought I was going to die of the sickness this morning, but God, amen. Come on. You don't understand. I was having a meltdown this morning because everything was melting down. I had Scott pray with me and, and Eric pray with me. Well, I'm ready to get it. Y'all ready to get it? Yeah. But God, so rich in mercy, and he loved us so much that even though we were dead because of our sins, he gave us life. When he raised Christ from the dead, it is only by God's grace that you have been saved. For he raised us from the dead along with Christ. He seated us with him in heavenly realms. And because we are united with Christ, so God can point to us in all future ages and examples of the incredible wealth of his grace and kindness towards us, as shown in all that he has done for us who are united with Christ. Verse 8. God saved you by his grace when you believe, and you can't take credit for this. It is a gift from God. Salvation is not a reward for the good things we have done, so none of us can boast about it, for we are God's masterpiece. He has created us anew in Christ Jesus so we can, so we can do the good things he planned for us long ago. So we said long ago. Long ago. We're going to pray that this is what the Lord will do. Sound good? Yeah. Father God, we just ask this morning that you would come. Come right now, Holy Spirit. We ask that you would invade this room, that you would invade our bodies, that you would invade our minds. God, we cancel all distractions in Jesus' name. We cancel all ideas and notions of what we need to do this afternoon. God, 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 we can do a work in us this morning, God. We don't want to be positioned uh, for laundry or positioned for food or positioned for whatever it is that we have ahead of us that we're not looking forward to or we are looking forward to. God, this morning, we want to be positioned for one thing and one thing alone that's the power of the kingdom of God. Father God, again, today, this day, Holy Spirit, come, come. I'm preaching right there, Holy Spirit, come. In Jesus, your Christ, your plan. Amen. Faithful church, say. Amen. Come on. Position for power. I love the Apostle Paul. He's also on this whole time because I was Thank you. 
but he says he is already seated you in heavenly places. You are seated. You are positioned. You have been placed already in power. This is potentially one of the most confusing statements in all of scripture because you're going, how, Sway? How? That makes no sense. I'm here. It's 2020. There's a pandemic going on. I'm wearing a mask everywhere I go. Like, I'm not positioned for anything other than to get a weird disease that hopefully it works, gets a regeneron in me, and then make it through the election season. That's where I'm positioned. That doesn't sound like what God was doing. That doesn't sound like what Jesus touched on in the few seconds of hell that sin we prayed for. That doesn't sound like it. Instead, I think Paul makes it very clear here. You see, Paul didn't mix up his words. Okay, if you know anything about Paul, he means what he says, and he says what he means, as much so that he tells Timothy, say what you mean, and you understand that yes, 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 and no, we know. Okay, Paul is about that life. This wasn't a mix-up of words where there wasn't white out at the time or an eraser, okay? He just decided to go, oh, oh grace God, we'll correct this, here's a little Like, no, it wasn't about that. He literally meant what he said. Right now, the second you met Jesus, you are now positioned already seated next to him, united with Christ in heavenly places. This is a dichotomy of Christianity that we don't understand. But it's the exact reason for this season. It's the exact reason for this series. It's because I'm sick and tired of seeing Christians rooted in below and hoping their branches reach above just so they can get some fruit from the Lord's table. Instead, we're going to declare today that our roots are going to go above and our branches are going to go down deep and others can taste the fruit of what God is growing in us. Amen? Come on! You are on earth and on mission, but you are in heaven and you 
are united with Christ. It's this dichotomy where if you are not living from your seat, then you will forfeit the access to the power of God and obey the Christian. You are already You are already position. You are already at a place with God next to Jesus. And that is the place that you need to operate. That's the place that you need to begin to do life from. That's the place that you need to begin to see your marriage from. That's the place that you need to begin to see your future from. That's the place, that's the vantage point that you need to begin to look into past from. Can your past really have a hold on you and perceive
and they will be great, and they will keep the feelings, and they will keep the hurt, and they will keep the brokenness at bay. But it is the supernatural that will break strongholds off of your life. It is the Holy Spirit that will break strongholds off your life. Today I came to declare that you are positioned for power. You are positioned for more power than just practicality. You're positioned for more power than just seven steps to being alcohol-free. You are positioned for more. I love these things. Let me just declare that today. Before we get offended at what I said, I love those things. Hey, hey, and marriage counseling, yes, let's do it. But while we're doing it, let's be led by the Spirit of God. I'm not interested in being a powerless bride. I'm not interested in being a powerless, like, hey, I'm just a partner of Jesus. I'm Jesus' roommate. Jesus and I, we go way back. Like, I got a cousin who was friends with his uncle who was watching groups in divorce. And there was one time at a family reunion where he talked to a Christian, and that guy kind of came back and said some things that worked in the Bible somewhere. But it worked. I'm not interested in that. I'm not interested in being a bride that doesn't know that she's a bride. I'm not interested in being powerless because I don't believe you will find that anywhere in Scripture. God goes so far to declare you are not powerless that even when you are weak, then you are strong. How? Because you are already seated in heavenly places. So many Christians, we live our lives forfeiting the power that was given to us. Everything God has made available to you 
when you try to be earthly good while planted in the earth. Right now, the biggest battle 
cheat on your spouse when you sit next to Jesus. Pretty hard not to pray for healing when you'll see the next to Jesus. Come on, somebody. Come on, somebody. It's pretty hard not to give a word of knowledge when you're working at Luke 11 like Josh does when you're seated next to Jesus. It's pretty hard to decide that you don't want to go to church today because it's the first snow or this or whatever when you're seated next to Jesus, okay? There are things that will come alive in you when you recognize that you are positioned in power. You are not a powerless person, okay? Somebody here needs to understand this. The Bible says and declares emphatically right here that you may not be equal to Christ, but you are united with Him. So there's somebody in here who may be struggling with their problem. And they're probably in my self. Okay, I just declare for anybody else a pride issue. 
find your power until you get to heaven. Don't wait to find your power until you get to heaven. Not only is it already available to you, but you're not going to need the power when you get to heaven. You need the power here and now. You need the seat now. You don't need the seat when you get to heaven. Heaven's going to be awesome. And there's going to be a newer. And there's going to be all of these things that our God says he's going to do once we are already collectively in heaven. He's got a plan for that season. And his plan for this season in your life is that you would understand and you would find your seat now. Don't wander around in the dark like some bum movie theater. Find your seat now. Don't wait and live as powerless beings. I'll be powerful when I get to heaven. What are you going to be powerful when you get The whole reason you're seated above right now is that you can walk in power now. It's not so you can walk in power later. You won't need to. You can walk in praise later. Can't you see that she is seated with Christ? Shame, can't you see that she is united with Christ? In fact, shame, how about on your way out, you send her husband in.
there's some people in this room that you would have freedom and absolution in this life if you could just see the vantage point that you have, the power that you have, the position that's already available to you, whatever comes. Hell, high water politicians being treated like a doormat. Whatever happens in this world right now, if you would just look at it and say, can't you see? I am already seated with Christ. I can't uproot you. You can't take my kids. You can't have my purpose. I'm united with Christ. And it's out of that rooting. Like this, 
Who am I to be able to pray like this? Who am I to be able to have a restored marriage after all things I've done? Well, can I be used mightily by God? Because you did not do this. You did not place yourself. You could not place yourself. You could not choose the seat. The seat was already chosen for you. This position was already made for you. And the power that comes along with it was already given to you. I've been wandering for so long. I tried to practice on the roof. And I 
found myself in a different place. I started to wonder, I started to wander, I started to look around, and suddenly I didn't know myself, I didn't know the place I was in, it was unfamiliar, it was dark, I was disoriented, now I'm back in church against my better judgment. I feel like I'm being judged because how people are looking at me when I'm insecure. What does God have left for me? What he has left for you? It's what he planned for you long ago. It's what he planned for you long ago. You see, if we will begin today to recognize that our roots, they've got to go below us so that our branches can go below. When we begin to recognize that today, that he still has plans, that there is no devil in hell that can rob them from you, that he still has a plan and a purpose for your life. What is the purpose of this life? Is to walk in, walk out, and see it. Sit in. Be seated and sit in. The power See, when we begin to root our roots above, and have our branches below, well, that allows God to not move again. You in the heavens, but in heaven, you will do. Jesus served the cross wasn't simply that you would get into heaven, it's that God can get heaven into you, and that He can get heaven through you. So as you begin to put your roots above, your branches go below, that means others can taste the fruit of what you are growing. It means that your reach can be expanded. It means that your influence can be greater. It means that your past can be ransomed. It means that there are things in your life that can no longer be stolen from you because they are not rooted in this place or rooted in yourself. They are rooted in heaven. So the fruit off that tree can only be good. The fruit off that tree can only be light and light to the full. The fruit off that tree won't be a critical spirit, but a charismatic spirit, a faithful spirit, a spirit that says, I'm with God till the end of the line. Amen. And it's out of those branches that other people can look at your life, Katie. They can look at your life, Mel. They can look at your life, Scott, and your life, Ice, and your life, Michael. And they can look at it, and they can taste and see that the Lord is good. So in just a moment, I want to invite everybody right now just to stand up. We're going to go on one last song of worship. It's paramount that we do this because we're going to sing a song called Build My Life. If you know anything about building foundations, everything. If you know anything about planting a healthy root system, it is everything. So what we're going to do right now is that we are going to declare from this day forward, we are going to go through this series, Roots Above and Branches Below. But we are going to declare from this day forward, no longer will our foundation be found in the temporal, but in Christ alone, the cornerstone, amen? No longer will we be, will we be rooted in the opinions of man, but in the opinion of God. No longer will we be rooted in the failures of man or the failures of ourselves, but in the victory of Christ, amen? This is what we're going to do from this moment. I need a church. It's going to see Jesus take over the city and take over people's lives and take over their insecurity and take over their depression and take over their hope and give them something to hold on to. But we can't give them something to hold on to if we are not rooted in the things above. So let's just begin to worship right now. Worship team, just begin to sing as we close our eyes, as we lift our hands. Right now, there is a branch being extended down to us in this moment. 